Well, luckily for you, Imagine Dragons and Billie Eilish won't clash. Oh, so thank God. You can Woo-hoo. see both. No, your favourite UK rapper. Your favourite UK Your favourite UK. Your favourite UK rapper. No, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 came out the other week, and it was, in my opinion, the best Marvel film. Do you know what? Even I might even prefer it to Spider-Man. What's your worst lineup on here? Let's rank them. Hello, welcome back to the Man Overball podcast. Just me and Tim today. You're in for a treat. It's been a while. Ooh, it has been a while. And I feel like we've had like guests or we obviously did the episode with Frankie on conspiracies. But this one, we're going to go over, first of all, a lot of the festivals have released like their full lineup now. Like pretty much all the artists that are going to be there, or I'd assume all the big ones are already on the lineups. Mm-hmm. So I thought we'd jump into what I think we both consider to be a lot of the biggest festivals in the UK and kind of go over our thoughts on the lineups. And then at the end, we're going to rank them all as well. Yeah. And probably jump into some other. I think I think now that everything's come out, we can actually give them all a fair, fair yeah. whack. So if we do think any of them are terrible, or we think any of them are going to be great, we'll know now. Yeah. So Touched on them all, the and we're going to start off with what most people consider to be the big dog of festivals—the <laughs> big dog, the big boy—and <laughs> uh, that's Glastonbury. So, obviously, Glastonbury is one of the most famous festivals in the world. It's actually impossible to get tickets for it. Like a lot of my friends only realise this year. Do you know you have to send in a photo to try and get a ticket, like a passport photo? Really? Yeah, before you can even try buy one. Don't you have to... It, it, I'm sure there's some kind of raffle system as yeah. well where everybody enters and they pick out a certain amount of names and they're allowed to buy the first set of tickets mm-hmm. and then if they don't buy them, it gets moved on to somebody else and then if they don't buy them, it's... Yeah, like, but they're that tight on reselling that your ticket comes with a picture of you on, like your passport. Oh, like I see, so tight. it that is like attached to your ID then. Yeah. Wow. Smart, smart. It's, it's smart, but... What a fuckload of admin that is. It is quite a lot. So jumping in with the first headliner at Glastonbury, we've got the Arctic Monkeys, yeah. which I think everyone saw this coming as soon as they announced the new album. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously Glastonbury's the biggest festival. You'd expect Monkeys did Leeds Fest last year. Very good headliner, in good, my opinion. Good headline act, yeah. Can't yeah, can't complain of that. that. And then the second one is Guns N' Roses. Yeah, see, so I thought this was a bit of a weird pick, personally, purely because of how... I don't want to say bad, <laughs> but Axel Rose has, I'm going to say, fallen off uh, in terms of his vocal capabilities and such. And I mean, people like Slash, I mean, I don't even know if the Guns N' Roses lineup is still Guns N' Roses because of how Axel Rose is, there's a very good chance it's just him that's yeah. left as the front man and there's nobody else from the original band there. But either way, for I don't know. They, they can definitely headline it. They're a giant band. You know, they're like Metallica size. They can they can headline these kind of things. But whether it'll actually live up to the other headline acts, I don't know. Especially like um, Arctic Monkeys. Because yeah. I think they're going to have a much more livelier show. But then again, Guns N' Roses do have an insane live show as well. So, do you know what? I've, I've seen mixed things about Guns N' Roses. Obviously, they have lots of legendary songs, which I'd like to see live. But I've also seen that the, is it, Axel's the lead singer mm-hmm. is not very good anymore. So. Yeah, he's not very good anymore. And also, he's very pretentious. And there's mm-hmm. been times where not only did he, you know, some shows where he came on hours later than he was supposed to, there's been times when he just didn't go out because he says, I'm not feeling it. Oh, or no. I don't like this crowd. Or I don't. He's one of them very... Prima donnas, so... The next headliner kind of goes not along the same lines of Guns N' Roses, obviously. Yeah, but like, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's like another old school, like a legend in the game, which is Elton John. Yeah. Um, of course, he's like a good fit for Glastonbury. And I think it's his last ever show that he's going to play live, if I remember really? correctly. Yeah. The thing is, is this going to be 
one of those musicians' last ever shows that they play live, and then two years' time they go, here's the real, and they call it the real final tour. Like Ozzy Osbourne has retired five or six times Yeah, he's officially now. retired again now, aren't he? Apparently, but yeah. for how long? You know what I mean? They're just going to come back. So they do these final shows. They get all the money for it. Everyone comes out to see it. And then in two years' time, they go, remember Elton John? He's back! <laughs> I, feel, I feel like it might actually be his last show. He's lived a long life. He must be like 80-something now. Like He's kicking on. Maybe, yeah, so. maybe his vocals might start to deteriorate soon well, if they haven't already. Did you hear that, that version of I'm Still Standing that he did where he was on the piano? And like somebody subtitled it because it doesn't sound like he's even saying the right no. words to the whole song. Like just just his singing that's his singing style though, that's just how he is. And then the last headliner, or the last person on the top line, I'm guessing the class as a headliner, is Lizzo. Um I gotta admit, I don't really know too much about Lizzo in terms of like what her performance is like and stuff. She was at Leeds Fest last year as well, wasn't she? Yeah. Was it Was it Lizzo? Was it Lizzo? I don't think it was Lizzo. No, it wasn't Lizzo. Who was it? Oh, it no, it was, was Megan the Stallion. Yes. Yeah, well, it was on the second stage. See, this is how... Uh, no, on the second day, wasn't it? Yeah, on the second yeah. main stage. This is how clued up I am on, like, that pop music side of things, really. But um, she's a massive artist. I know that much. Like, I, I looked at her Spotify before this, and I knew, like, all of her top few songs. So she's definitely big enough to be headlining Glastonbury, but it's just not really my cup of tea. She is, yeah. And, um... I mean, I've got nothing bad to say about Lizzo. I love Lizzo. I think she's got some good tunes. Yeah. And, uh... And she... Did she retweet you? Yeah, she retweeted <laughs> she uh, Baby Yoda. Yeah, yeah. And she has a cameo in Mandalorian. So, yeah. good in my books. There we go. And then on the second line, again, these are all in pretty big fonts. I think a lot of these are probably... They'll be not, first and second headliners. Yeah, they're like. on a similar level to Lizzo, in my opinion. You've got Lana Del Rey, who's... Which, has she released anything since that video game song? I don't know, but Guardians of the Galaxy has just done her well, so... She on Guardians of the Galaxy? That's her, Dog Days are over, isn't it? Is it? The song that Is ends that Lana it? Del Rey? I think so. I I'm going to check it was Florence now. and the Machine. Oh, it might be. I feel oh, it's like Florence it might and be. the Machine. I feel like, yeah, I was oh. going to say, yeah, you look like a cloud. Nah, I thought it Don't was her. Don't cut that. Don't cut that. <laughs> nah, that's staying in. Uh, swiftly moving on to yeah. Lil Nas X. Yeah. Um, again, huge artist. There's quite an American theme going on here. There like, is. Obviously, Monkeys and Elton John are British, but then to have Guns N' Roses, Lizzo, and Lil Nas X all near the top of the bill. Really going for that like pop scene, which I suppose is it makes sense. They, they're aiming for a younger demographic this time, I guess. But I mean, they've they've kept the thing is they're going for the pop scene. But I think Glastonbury have done what Leeds Fest tried to do. Obviously, Glastonbury's got a different demographic, mm. but Leeds Fest has tried to what well, no what not even what Leeds Fest has tried to do. What Leeds Fest completely abandoned, which is appealing to an older audience, whereas Glastow. I mean, just looking at these top like three, you know, they've, they've managed to have a good mix between new and old mm. where people will want to go see the new artists, but then you'll have people there for the older fans that are there. Yeah, I agree. I think it's it's a good mixture. To be honest, from a personal point of view, I wouldn't really be that asked about it, though. No. Like, I mean, just from what music, I, I get that they're all big enough artists to be there. There's no debate in that. Yeah. But I just think really out of those, it'd only be Arctic Monkeys and... Guns and Roses, that I'd be that fussed out of in the top lines. I mean, I'd like to, I'd really like to see Lil Nas X. I really like his music. I think he's great. Um, and I think it'd be cool to see Lizzo live um, because she seems like a pretty, like, funky woman live. Like, she genuinely seems like to have a very good live show. Uh, and she played that, did you see when she played that flute 
um, a couple of months back. Uh-huh. It was like some inaugural flute, like some, you know, to do with American history or something. She was allowed to play it. Uh-huh. And loads of people kicked off on like, why are they letting her play it? Oh, it's all, oh, this is all bollocks. And it, she's like a classically trained, like, level like like just amazing flautist and has been oh. like yeah yeah so it's like you don't know anything shut your people mouth. would just hate yeah, it in yeah, for away. the sake of hating yeah without knowing anything about it that's what always happens yeah and then just looking at some of the smaller acts on there obviously that we're not going to go through all of these because there's a fuck ton but um is there anyone that really stands out to you i mean joey badass is there i quite enjoy uh joey badass royal blood mm. um thundercats there pretty cool bassist he's, he's cool he did the um Cracker Island with gorillas. Oh, right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a banger, that. I saw straight away, the first people that I saw is Black Country New Road. Uh, you see, I haven't actually listened to them that much, but I even know what their fucking album cover looks like. It's in, like, a, a baggy with a, uh, a, me- a metal plane. True. And I know that it's been, like, very well critically received. It was meant to have been one of the best albums of last year. So it's good that Glastonbury, because they're not that big still, but it's mm-hmm. good that they've got them on the lineup yeah. anyway. Yeah. Uh, Carly Rae Jepsen. I, I saw, yeah, I saw that as well. But then I started to think, how come she's down there and Lana Del Rey's at the top? And maybe it's just, I don't know, maybe it's just because I don't listen to that kind of music. But I figured... Kylie Rae Jepsen was bigger, but what has she released? In yeah, the last she, she just of did a UK either. tour not long ago, and she was doing academies, so oh, true. kind of kind of fits. Yeah. But um, a few other names on there for me. Uh, there's a couple of good electronic ones. You've got Fat Boy Slim and Fred again. I've just seen Fred again. Then, yeah, <laughs> I was about to throw his name out there. So you know they'd be fantastic, like late night acts, or even whenever oh, they're yeah. on. Both yeah. let like well. Fat Boy Slim's a legend. He's been going for years, got some big tunes. And then Fred again's kind of like the more modern. He'll have all the bangers that have been released recently. But that they're both fantastic acts as well. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's some really old, like Hot Chip being in there. Kellis, bit of uh, Milkshake. I'd go and see it just for that one song. Um, I mean, overall, you know, it's like, uh, if somebody gave me tickets, I wouldn't not go. Yeah, you know I'd go. If some, if it, I wouldn't pay to go. And this lineup, personally... I get that the reason why people go is because Glastonbury as a whole, you know, it's like a village. They actually build up the whole area and it's not just stages and it's not just a music festival. It's like an experience. But for this lineup, would I send a passport picture of myself, wait to enter a raffle, wait to win the raffle, then pay however much money for tickets and then have to go all the way down there and stay? No, I wouldn't. I think one thing to keep in mind about Glastonbury as well, though, I, I don't know where the other people on the lineup are but i know there's people that aren't on there that have already been added so i think there's like multiple stage in like like that but other yeah. stages because i know like smooth and terrell are off which is cool oh true yeah yeah so i've seen like a few of the smaller acts that i like are already going like that tom smith's there as well mm-hmm. um so there's a lot we're not seeing but i think you're right i think it'd be more for the vibes of it and because it's going to be so massive and there's so much going on there yeah. it'd just be sick yeah yeah yeah. so definitely. i say we move on to What's probably the second biggest festival in the UK, uh, which is Reading and Leeds Festival. So just before we even kick off and properly jump into the lineup, I feel like I've had like a, a rocky relationship with this lineup. Now, do you mean rocky is in On the Rocks or do you mean you think there's too many rock bands on it? Uh, on the Rocks. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm not quite sure exactly what I think about it, or at least I wasn't. But then since I've seen all the other, and a lot of the festivals we're going to go through in this in this list, it's actually made me think that Reading and Leeds is one of the stronger ones. At first, when I saw some of the acts before a lot of the smaller ones was announced, I was a little bit pissed off. But now in comparison to some of these other ones, I'm thinking, do you know what? Fair enough. Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah they've yeah. done an all right job. Yeah. I, think, I think the thing is that we have to remember as well is that there's only, you know, 
there's not every artist in the world is available to play these festivals every year. So there's only a pick. And you do tend to see names repeated across them. So when you get festivals that have actually got some big names that aren't anywhere else, that's when you go, okay, you've actually tried something here. And Yeah, so I say we just kind of jump into the uh, the main stages more than anything. We'll have a little flick through the, through the smaller ones. But on the Friday, we're looking at the Leeds Fest poster, by the way. On the Friday, there's Billie Eilish as one of the headliners, which I think... I'll definitely go see Billy, 100%. I I think she puts think on a great she, show. Yeah, I think she'd be entertaining to see. And plus, she's one of them artists that you know a lot of songs by her because she's so popular. So, yeah, definitely. And she is just massive. Like, yeah. she's, she's the, they and, spent a lot of the budget on and, her. And, and, and if the option is between, you know, a band who doesn't, have a demographic versus Billie Eilish. I think I'd go and see Billie Eilish. Well, luckily for you, Imagine Dragons and Billie Eilish won't clash. Oh, so thank God. You can Woo-hoo. see both. No, I've got to admit, though, like when I'm looking at this lineup, for me personally, it's like that's the first day there. And the people that I'm really excited to see aren't even the headliners. We've spoke about Imagine Dragons on this before. I don't yes. even want to do it again. Yes, we don't need to. They're rubbish. They shouldn't be the headliners. <laughs> <They're> rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> I, I am yeah. a proper can't be bothered. Yeah. yeah, the last time I listened to Imagine Dragons is when I was playing Beat Saber. I think right. that says it all. Yeah. Um, but some other people on the Friday, you've got Steve Lacey, who's very talented. He's fantastic. I've not actually even really seen much of him live, like mm-hmm. in general, but I, I assume he'll put on a good show. Um, so hopefully that's the case. What do you What do you think of him? Do you know who he is? Uh, not really. No. 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 Not really. Listen. No. I mean, to be honest with you, I I couldn't tell you maybe eighty percent of the acts on the two top stages here. Okay, well, what I'll do is then I'll blast through a lot of them and kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. go over like who I'm excited for. Yeah. So on the first day, uh, I said Steve Lacey. You've got Declan McKenna as well, who's just like standard indie boy. Like he's got a couple indie bangers. All his albums are consistent and it'll just be a fun one to watch. Um, I don't really know who that, that Rena, so I, I, I don't want to say that name wrong, um, is, but fair. Uh, and then you've got Bakar, who I'm really excited for. So in our 2022 review episodes, mm-hmm. uh, Bakar was one of my shouts for album of the year. Perfect. He was like one of my honourable mentions. Um, his music is amazing and just released a new song called Good News. Oh, well, he's, I say just, he released it a few months ago. If you haven't listened to that, check it out. It's just like a really good, feel good song. But Bakar's fantastic. Um, I don't really know the other two on that day. And then the second day, you've got Becky Hill. Becky Hill's a weird one to me. Like, I know she's big, but I just... she She's bigger than, like, so, like, people I've spoken to about Becky Hill, it always turns out that, you know, a lot more people know who she is. If I say the name Becky Hill, a lot of people will go, oh, I know that person. Mm. And it's usually either through a feature or through, like, a, a radio song they've heard on the radio or something like that. Well, when I looked at a Spotify, it seems like most of her songs is, like, it's like a producer or a DJ that does, like, a house track, and then she'll just sing a couple melodies yeah, in there, she is, which yeah. is fine, but I feel like I'd like, rather know, see the like DJ or people, the producer. Like some people think that, like, I, I knew somebody that thought she was a drum and bass artist because all the tracks that she's on is like that, but it's in the same way. I feel like you've got artists like, I don't know, Skylar Grey, who always features as the singing parts on, like, Eminem's tracks, and nobody would know her as anything else. And I don't know if it's a similar situation there mm. where it's like they... Because those are the songs that pop off, everyone just thinks, oh, she must be in the drum and bass scene. But yeah, I feel like I'm just going to be watching her and know the songs, but not know why I know them. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I will probably I go think, see yeah, her. Yeah, entertaining. Uh, and then on the rest of that day, two highlights for me is Don Bronco. Don Bronco. I always say, I said Don Bronco. <laughs> Don Bronco and the, and the Snuts as well. I've had some fun times with the Snuts, nearly breaking my ankle and stuff before. So, yeah. Were the Snuts... Um 
Where did they play? I last seen them at um, live at Leeds Festival last year, I think. Oh, oh no, I, I seen them at the Academy in Leeds since then, actually. But just a good band. Yeah. Like, they, they're, their album, I think they've only done one or two out. Maybe an album and an EP, but both, like, amazing. Really, really good. Um, so looking forward to them. Is there anyone else on that day that you wanted to? That I you mean, to yeah, you've out? got you've got like Andy C, haven't you? And Shy FX, uh, which will be good watches because they'll always have just high energy, and you know people will be going crazy. And it'll be in a tent, I imagine, if it's on the dance stage. Is the dance stage a tent? Yeah, yeah. Then it'll be yeah, fantastic. But I mean, other than that, not really. Yeah, there's um, not much else on there that no. really stands out to me on that day. So moving on to the Saturday at Leeds Festival. Ooh-hoo. So as an overall day, I think this is my favorite day. Because it's just like full of acts that I would always go see if they were touring. So even just on the first day, you've got Sam Fender. On, on the first stage, you've got Sam Fender and Loyal Karna. Sam Fender, fantastic live, has loads of bangers. And it's one that no matter who I'm with, they'll know a couple songs. Mm-hmm. And he, it's not like one that anyone can really be like angry with. You know, it's not like you're going to see Slipknot and someone might really hate them. Like, I don't really know anyone that hates Sam Fender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Loyal Khan is a fantastic UK artist, yes, one of the best UK like, rappers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I like him. yeah. I, then you've got like Wet Leg, which I'm not too fond on personally. I don't mind them, but I mean, I don't. I think they're in. I think the spot that they're in is probably about the right spot that they should be in. Yeah, they're big enough to be third up. I just don't. Really, I'm just not a fan. I, yeah. I I just don't get the hype around them. But no, that's me personally. Uh, and then I don't really know the other three on main. I don't. Not at all. But. On the other main stage. Oh, we've got Falls. So I love Falls. And it's weird because I didn't think that they would headline nowadays. But I think it's because there's these two headliner slots. If you combine them and Fender, that makes it a really good day, Mm -hmm. which which is why I love it so much. But Falls, for me, like the energy whenever I've seen them in the crowd is just amazing. Like it's such good vibes. And like when we're coming to the end of this, uh, like kind of looking over the festival posters... I'm also going to take into consideration what I think the vibe of the overall festival would be. Do you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Like yeah, not yeah. just the lineup, yeah. because it's not all about that at a festival. And also the festival goers as well. Yeah, that's, that's what important. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a big part of it. So Falls definitely bring that up at Leeds Fest. On the rest of that day, uh, Trippy Red, I've heard his live performances aren't too good, but he's got a couple bangers. And then Yumi at six, I mean, just like legendary. I don't even know what I'd call them anymore. They're like indie, emo, punk, pop punk. They're just everything. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of a mixture of all of the above, isn't it? Yeah, and then I, I don't really know Frank got, Turner. Uh, Subfocus and Dimension on the Radio 1 dance yeah. stage. The, 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 this is one thing Leeds Fest is good at. Like, after yeah. going last year, I appreciate the dance act uh, quite a lot more. And they always get the banging ones. And then I'm just trying to see if I know anybody. Knox Looser there. I didn't realise yeah, that. Heavy. I did not realise that. That's ace. You see the video of uh, Billie Eilish jamming out to knock loose at Coachella? No. They, they were playing at Coachella and someone's got a video and she stood at the side of the stage proper loving it. And ace. I was like, yes. There was, there was, uh, it was quite a meme that they were going to be playing Coachella uh, and nobody actually believed that it would happen and everyone thought it was just jokes. And then when the videos came out, I remember a lot of people that I knew were like, oh wait, they actually played it. It was like, yeah. And everyone everyone just thought it was a meme. Like they just thought there was no way that they could ever play Coachella and they actually did. Yeah, I seen after, because that Eilish clip went viral, they hit one mil monthly listeners for the first ever time after True. Coachella. So it worked for them. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was yeah. worth them playing it. Yeah. Uh, and then jumping on to the last day of Reading and Leeds, you've got the Killers as the, these are close out Leeds Festival. Mm-hmm. 
And I love the Killers. It's a worthy act to close out, yeah. isn't it? Like, for me, I seen them last year in Doncaster for the first ever time, and they were one of my favourite ever live acts because they just didn't pull any punches. They did every song you wanted them to do. Yeah. Like, if you made the set list, you would have made the one they played. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they just seemed like pretty happy guys. Um, religious band, though. Not many people know that. Yes, yeah. Did you know that the Killers are actually a Mormon band and that the lead singer is very religious? That's for TikTok. There you go. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. We'll that. <laughs> um, I don't really... Central C, he has that song. What's the, What's it called? I know it. It was on TikTok. It was proper massive. How can I be homophobic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A bitch is gay. Yeah, that one. That one. Yeah. Yeah, I love that live. I swear. <laughs> uh, you think that's worthy of the second to headline spot? I mean, they'll just look you at can't, his I can't listeners. judge it on anything else because I don't know a single other song. I don't know any of his other music. No, but so I, I think judge that. for the demographic Leeds Fest are going for, he'll still pull enough younger people in that'll go for him and a few others because the rest of it's like quite old school isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Um, and then the rest of that day, I really like Inhaler. Um, nothing But Thieves. Again. Yeah, Nothing But Thieves are pretty banging as well, yeah. actually. I nearly got tickets to see them in Manchester the other day, but decided against it. True. It's like yeah. 40 quid or something, and I thought... Yeah. It's a bit much. But in here, random fact, after Leeds Fest, I think they'll be the band I've seen most in my life. Really? Yeah. Because I've seen like, I've, I've seen them a couple times in Leeds, Budapest, a couple times in Manchester. They're at that Belgium festival and they'll be at Leeds Fest. So I, I'll have seen them like seven times. Bloody hell. Which is a bit yeah, mad. That um, is, yeah. I feel like maybe I'm overkilling it. But I would definitely rather see them than Lewis Capaldi, to be honest. I like Lewis Capaldi. He's do you not funny. Think, yeah, do you not think? Yeah, I suppose. I think the thing is, I'd want to go and see Lewis Capaldi for his stage show and not to actually watch him play music. I'd rather watch Lewis Capaldi do a fucking stand up. Yeah, set. yeah. Well, people say that if he hadn't got into music, he definitely would have got into stand up. But this is what I was saying about the vibes of the festival. Like, I feel like. I'd just end up crying if I was watching Lewis Capaldi, mm-hmm. and he is very fucking talented. Yeah, yeah. Like I, re- I, I appreciate, and I even appreciate that he's big enough to be at that slot. Yeah, on the festival. Yeah, yeah but It's course, just not yeah. what I, I mean, see. It's, no, it's uh, bah, 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 bah. I, it's not for us. Basically. And then on the rest of that day, the only ones I really know is Easy Life. I'm not sure if you really know. No, I don't really know any of them. They got a day. couple. They got a couple bangers. Apart from later on in the lineup, in the smaller acts. In the smaller acts. It's your boys. Yeah, I know. I know. Big Joey Valance and Bray. I yeah. know. I'm very excited about that because they are, they're across the board. There are a lot of festivals this year and yeah. some that will surprise you that we'll talk about later. Um, but then there's also um, Sleep Token. Sleep Token are there. I don't really know them. They they kind of blew up on, I think it was a TikTok-y style thing. They blew up through the internet and basically they're just like a masked band and nobody knows who they are. And there's theories that it's like members of bigger groups that have got together uh, to make a... Sw- it's not. People, I think we've spoke think about this before for some yeah. reason. Uh, right, Kenny then, Hoopla as yeah, well. Yeah, I was say your boy. Kenny yeah, we love that. So that, yeah. to be fair, like that day, I'll probably spend most of it at the smaller tents and then just go see probably like Killers and Nothing But Thieves. I thought it was Jaguar Skills that was there, but it's just Jaguar, whoever that is. If it was Jaguar Skills, I'd be excited. I'd hope. Alas, it is not. But overall... Yeah, it's. I, I, I mean, Young Lean's there as well. I mean, I'm not exactly massively on to Young Lean, but it's interesting to see him play in Leeds Fest. I mean, he's certainly big enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, <laughs> yeah, enough just for don't me. Know. Yeah. Just don't know. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's move on to. We'll blast through some of these. We'll we'll we'll, we'll skim through these lineups a blast little bit more them. because I feel like we'll be just repeating what we've said about certain artists. Anyway, we'll move on to maybe not with Transmit. Jesus Christ, I don't know if there's any. Yeah, some of them are a bit <laughs> random, um, but. 
Yeah, Transmit, which is, I think it's Scotland's biggest festival. Um, yeah, it's a, I think it's in Glasgow. Yeah, it yeah. is in Glasgow, but I mean, there's the radio one there this year, but there's like no tea in the park anymore. So I believe Transmit is like the one that is all the Scottish people, I guess, go to now. Mm-hmm. Um, the first headline you've got there is Pulp. It's an interesting headliner. Like, it's not one that you would really, you know, if you were going to guess headliners, you I don't think you'd ever guess Pulp. Well, it's because they've just got back together this year. They've not done out for years. So right. this, they're doing it. I think they're on a few of the later ones we're going to go over as well. I mean, well. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm not complaining. I think they're big enough. They're good. Uh, and then you can kind of tell what what crowd they're going <laughs> for this day with George Ezra, Niall Horan, and Paul Heaton. Like, you know that they're going for them them oldies with on that special day. guest singer. Why is it what not does Jackie that Abbott? mean? What does it mean? Because uh, it's always Paul Heaton and he has a female singer with him all the time. It's normally Paul Heaton and Jackie Abbott, but I guess that they haven't found someone to replace her yet. No, but I'm saying, is the spe- is the view the special guest singer or is it? are they still just no, saying no. a special guest yeah, singer? Yeah, no, that's with Paul They're Heaton. They're still, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the view. Actually, I don't even really know who the view are, right? But I've seen on Twitter this week that in the middle of a gig, they started having a full-on brawl in the pub. Like, in, in the gig or whatever venue it was, they've just got back together. They started, like, full-on the, fist the fight. band. Yeah. And had to, like... Maybe they won't be on this lineup then. Well, they cancelled the rest of the gig, obviously. Like, apparently it was a proper bad fight. Um, and then they put out a statement afterwards saying, oh, oh, it happens, it's brotherly love, you know, we've made up, whatever, whatever. In other words, we want that bag still. Yeah, I think they're one of those that had like one big album in the early 2000s and then haven't done much since, so mm. they're just coming back. And then I can't even lie. It's I, you? What? Joseph. Joseph? Joseph. I don't really know anyone else on that day. No, I don't. I mean, Cat Burns, do they? Uh, Hot Milk, Hamish Hawk, the... <laughs> I don't really know how no, it is. Some of these, some of the names on there genuinely seem AI generated. Like they just seem. But like the next day seems pretty good. <laughs> Fucking going over that. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignore the Pat Burns. Did yeah. it? No, we'll, we'll skip past that one. Sam Fender. Fender again. Kasabian. Big enough. Kasabian. Do you know what? It's an I'm argument. surprised Kasabian aren't at top. Yeah, I think Kasabian could be at the top, but at the same time, I suppose they they've. Only released one album with uh, the the Surge as the lead singer, but they're meant to put on a fantastic show still, so I'm sure they'll be fantastic. Your favorite UK rapper, your favorite, UK your favorite UK, your favorite UK rapper as well. We've got, we've Thank got, very much. we've got H third got down H in the lineup. Spelt without an H. I don't know who Teddy Swims is on the other stage, but I'd go see him instead of H. Um, and then the rest of that day, the only ones that really stand out to me is Inhaler again. You know my opinions on those guys and the Wombats. The Wombats, yeah. I love the Wombats. I was going to say, yeah, the Wombats, I, I figured you'd be quite excited about them being there. Do you know what? I'm seeing the Wombats quite a lot this summer already. True. Twice. Well, I mean, you're not going to this festival, so you don't have to see them there. Well, that's fine. That's fine. Well, apart from the band called The Coronas, what a very unfortunate name that is. Oh, that's a class name. And then on the last day, the best day for obvious reasons. <laughs> I saw it when we went to this like lineup there, and I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. Um, the headliners are the 1975 best band in the world. The Royal Blood's next. <laughs> best band Let's in the world. From- and then actually, it's weird because this is what I saw in like 2019. It was yeah. Royal Blood and the 1975 at Leeds Fest in the same order, with obviously the 1975 on top. And then, <laughs> and then, but that's two. That's two banging ones. And mm. then again, you've got like, <laughs> sure is. I feel like this last day of Transmit kind of makes up for the rest of it being a little bit lackluster. Because then you've got Becky Hill, who's pretty big. The Kooks, legendary indie band. Ash Nico, who I accidentally saw at Leeds Fest. I she don't was, know. She was 
Okay. Okay. Well, <laughs> her as well then. And then I, I don't really know Jamie Webster. I think he's a bit like a B-Tech um, Jerry Cinnamon. But either way, if he is a B-Tech Jerry Cinnamon, definitely not for me. Uh, and then you've got Pale, Pale Waves, Waves. banging. Nothing but thieves, banging. And the enemy are one of those, again, like, you know, we live and die. We live and die in this. I think that's them. Um, sure. So, yeah, that last day. I think, yeah, it's all right. You know, you've got Bob Villain there. Uh, he'll probably be decent. And then... I, I, literally, I don't know any of them in the smaller on that river stage. I uh, couldn't tell you a single act on there. No, the the rest of it's yeah, it's a little bit pants. And <laughs> keeping in mind <laughs> a little bit pants. <laughs> keeping in mind, like when we're coming to ranking these at the end, Transmit isn't a camping festival either. So you'd have to get a hotel and shit, or find a way into Glasgow really? and back every day. Yeah. Why is that? What it's year just is like this? A, like a big Millennium Square. Imagine it's just a, like a big square. Right. Okay. So, so. it's kind of like a slam dunk. Yeah. Over multiple days. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I think you should take the lead on this one because yeah. I have no idea who half of well, these we got, are. We got Download Festival 2020. So this 2020, Download 20. This was, this that announcement in itself was confusing enough that a couple of years after, so they announced obviously Download 20 in 2022 to be in 2023 because it's the 20th anniversary of Download Festival. But calling a festival Download 20 only a couple of years after 2020, I think that's such a confusing, like, that's, I don't know. You've made Not it confusing the, to me now. Do you, do you see what I mean, though? Like, every time I look at that poster, I think, this is the 2020 poster. Anyway, they they, they wanted to do something big. They're doing a four-day festival um, because they wanted, you know, for the 20th anniversary, let's have a big celebration. So, you know, we'll get four giant acts and spread them across four different days, which will really appease everybody. Except they didn't do that. They got three big acts and put one of them on two separate days and said, look, you can have Metallica twice. Shut the hell up. We're going to play. We're going to get them to play different sets both days. So if you do want to see Metallica and you're only a fan of one album and you got the Thursday ticket and they don't play that album, well, oh fuck God. you, because you ain't going to see that shit. You see, I get where you're coming from, right? But at the same time, I do think, like... I'm not really into that side of music as much. I actually quite like a few of the bands on here, but I think Metallica are big enough to do that. Like, I don't think that that's they, a massive no, negative. But they are they are big enough to do that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's it's like a negative as a whole. Like, a lot of people will be very thrilled that that is the case. But I think it's a cop-out in the way that, you know, they're announcing this giant four-day weekend, trying to make a big thing out of it. Then when they announce the acts, everyone's going, oh my God, we're going to get four big acts. It could have been anybody to fill the other four spot. But it turns out it's still just three acts. Yeah, it's just and one of them's doing it twice. And it's like, they could have had, you know, somebody insane to fill in that fourth spot. But instead, I don't know. It's it's a good line. I get why you're disappointed. Like the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the Thursday, um, we've got like Metallica, Alt Bridge, Five Finger Death Punch, um, Hailstorm, Ginger, uh, Perturbator, which it, this will be his first ever UK show. Oh, that's or cool. He, or he very rarely comes over from the US or something. Um, and I mean, it's a, it's an easy day. It's mm. an easy first day for the Thursday. You know, I don't know. It's it's a full weekend, but I think it's crazy that there is four days. So it starts on Thursday till Sunday. I haven't heard of one of the smaller acts on that first day as well. Like literally, not a single. No, one. I don't really. I know Caskets and Mom Jeans. Uh, oh, I've heard of Mom. mom yeah, you'll, you'll yeah, know, yeah. Mom, yeah, you'll know Mom Jeans. It's, yeah, I know they them. did uh, Death Cup. Yeah. Midwest emo. Half of this is just gonna be us fucking singing, I swear. We've broke out into song like four times already. It's a musical. so on the Friday we've got Bring Me the Horizon. Now, 
what Bring Me the Horizon have done with this, it's not on this lineup because they've not used any of the logos, but the logo that's on the the actual day splits, you know, with the stage splits, uh, is their old, well, not their old, their new old logo, which is like their death metal logo, where it's written out in a bit more of a scrolly font with all the different... Are they not going to play their new pop punk song? No, so they 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 are 100% going to play the Blink cover that they recently released. That's a banger. No, 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 no. That <laughs> no, new, no, 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 no. Listen, no, no, listen. No, 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 no. Lost. Yeah. By Bring Me The Horizon. L-O-S-T. Yeah. It is actually a banger. No. It is a, it's a really good song. It's a good song, sure. But it's not a good Bring Me The Horizon song. No, you're just gatekeeping. You can't be Stop. like that. No, we're not getting into that. He's not gatekeeping at all. You didn't say this, this when is not Blink this. released California. Hey, no, that's different. <laughs> I, no, but I'm a Bring Me fan, though. So, so the what fact do you mean? that when Blink released California, I didn't say this, right? So that means it must be bad if I'm saying it about Bring Me, right? You just said Does it's a good song, logic? though. You just don't like no, it. it's, it's from a, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an all right song, but when it comes from Bring Me the Horizon, it's, I, I feel like they're trying to appeal to this new demographic. And they have a really bad trait of forgetting their older fans and just purely aiming for a new demographic and not giving any credence to this old fans. But what they're doing with this new logo, well, this death metal logo, is people reckon that they'll do a much heavier set at download. Because obviously the headlining and it's gonna have to, they couldn't just play all the like jumpy jumpy stuff. And don't get me wrong, their songs are still super heavy and they can make the crowd move. And they're, I don't like the crowds though, because it's all, it's younger fans. And I've been in like Bring Me Pits at Download and it's very disrespectful. Oh, is it? Like, you know, it's crowd killing when people are just in there to Hurt beat people. each other. And you're like, that's not what a mosh pit is. Like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Yeah. I hate and mosh it's, pits. And like it's that, that kind of shit because all the people that like Bring Me Now are all these pretentious little dickheads who think, I'm going to get in a mosh pit. I'm going to beat people up. It's like, that's not a mosh pit. That's yo. the worst type of fans. Yeah, yeah. Please leave the show. Don't come back. Anyway, uh, moving on from that, I got Architects, uh, Big Ban, definitely fucking worthy of going there. Evanescence, everybody knows Evanescence, yeah. and I think that'll be fantastic. See them live with Im Temptation, motherfucking Pendulum. Come on, yeah, that's big. Pendulum, that's that big. spot download for them is cool as well. They yeah. have that crowd. They're they're oh, like one of those crossovers. Well, um, Prodigy, Pendulum, you know those two are quite like they've played download a fair amount of times right, because right. they do have that crowd crossover, don't they? Uh, big old neck deep. Big old neck deep. Come I on. love neck deep. I know, man. So, um, I mean, you got like the smaller bands, Ask Alexandria, the Blackout. Uh, there's, there's not too many in the smaller bands that are like insane. Ingested. Um, I quite like Stand Atlantic. Stand Atlantic. Yeah, I've yeah. just seen them. One of my mates broke his ankle in a Stand Atlantic mosh pit. It was his first ever mosh pit and it was seeing Stand Atlantic in Leeds. And he decked it, and we was, like, limping out. And I was like, you must be all right. Like, I know it was your first ever mosh pit, but surely you're fine. Turns out he actually, like, his ankle the next day was black. Like, it looked like it was, like, that big. It looked like a fucking bowling ball. He had to go to A&E. So big ups to Stand Atlantic. Jesus, well, I guess uh, quite ironic that he cut his leg at a Stand Atlantic gig. (laughs) On the Saturday, we've got Metallica. Now, you may, have, have seen you, may you may have thought I said this on the Thursday, but guess what? They're doing the Saturday as well. They're back in full force. And then you've got Alter Bridge. And they go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And five fingered death. No. Uh, so you got Disturbed, which amazing. David Draymond, uh, the lead vocalist for Disturbed, was recently found on um, Tinder. Somebody found him because he recently divorced. And his bio is just the funniest thing because it's just such a throwaway where he's like, 
you're saying on here to just see what I want to get like all that stuff but at the front it just says lead singer of Disturbed <laughs> and just like this really normal bio and it's like you all you had to do was leave that in there and you would have been able to smash Tinder just put Disturbed and just have your face there but interesting little tidbit there uh, Placebo quite like Placebo you ever listen to Placebo? Yeah I quite like them I'm not say. like a huge fan but I know a few of the songs yeah. and they're, they're like I, when I, I've listened to their albums before and they seem to always be pretty consistent Yeah they're, they're one of those bands that I think you know, you wouldn't, it's not even that you don't expect people to have listened to them, but a lot more people know of them than mm. you'd expect to. Uh, Alex is on fire or Alexis on fire. I, I never know which way around to do it. I, I quite like their music, but. Sound like you said Alexa's on fire. Alex- I was thinking, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, <laughs> no, speaker's yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just one. a kid. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that song blew up on TikTok last year. Did it? Yeah. True. I don't know. It was like people were putting it and putting a picture of them as a kid and then them as an adult or something. Sense, yeah. But it, like, it, it like blew up. that It went like platinum or whatever. I after. mean, I'm not surprised. It's a fucking fantastic song. And Simple yes. Plan are a good band. Like, I, I, yeah, great. Uh, Clutch, meh. Coed and Cambria, Ice Nine Kills. Ice Nine Kills are fantastic, and for them to get uh, a spot that gives them a slightly bigger name is pretty cool to see. Because a couple of years ago they were, they'd yeah, be it's not someone I've really listened to. The rankings, they're, yeah, they're quite good. I like them. Uh, and then looking in the smaller names, yeah, I was trying to have a look then when you were when you were. Coed and Cambria are sick. I like. Yeah, uh, Devon is there. Bob Villain's here again. Mm, so he's, he's good. Uh, thingy. Nothing nowhere. Who's kind of changed nowhere. tunes? He was more on like the pop punk side of things, making collabs with like Kenny Hoopla and stuff. And then I actually really enjoy his like social media content because he kind of speaks about what it's actually like being a musician. And, he, and, and you, he, he's shown people his um, studio and all the instruments he has and how much effort he puts in. But he's certainly started to lean towards the more like metal slash heavy side of music, which which I wrote. I think it's always interesting when that happens because it's clear that when it's going that route, a less accessible route, it's because they're wanting to do it. Yeah. Rather than when, I don't know, a heavy band starts to go down a route and makes pop punk music, then I'd say it's more of a sellout route. And then on the last day... <laughs> Fever 333, that's good. Straight from the path, Polaris. Uh, Motionless in White, I'm surprised they're as small as they are. I'm surprised Ice Nine Kills is higher than Motionless in White. Um, I love how Nothing Nowhere is the only artist with his actual logo. It's very bizarre. I don't know I don't know if the, the guy who made this poster forgot to change it. or Maybe they just whacked him in at the end, thought, fuck it. Three Days Grace, fantastic. Can't believe I missed them off. Death Havana. Um, I've heard of Death Havana. I think they're doing Key Club soon. Maybe. Or worse. Sounds about right. Yeah, they're about that size. And then on the Sunday, which is my personal favorite day. So I, I wasn't going to go to download for the whole weekend. But what I was going to do is going to get tickets for the Sunday. Um, but now it's completely sold out. So I can't do that anyway. But I wasn't too fussed about it because really what I was going to see was Slipknot again. But I, I've seen Slipknot six or seven times. To be now, fair, like, you probably have saved enough money to get um, a Friday ticket for Leeds Fest for Imagine Dragons. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I so, think I think it'll be about the same vibe. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon the crowd. I, fact, I think the crowd at Imagine Dragons will might be a be, bit crazier. Yeah, yeah, yeah they'll yeah, probably yeah. be going some off in the pit. <laughs> going off in the pit, um, knocking out some forty-year-old woman, and at the same time, an eleven-year-old child yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fighting bull. Yeah. Uh, Parkway Drive. Do you know much Parkway? Give me some a break. I'm only joking. I just knew that I'd get you. <laughs> You actually thought Ghost, I'd be serious. Nah, no, 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 no. I just wanted to disapprovingly look, you know. Uh, ghost, do you know much Ghost? Any Ghost? No, I've heard no. of them. They're quite cool. I like them. They've got, um, essentially, it's like a, a, the best way to describe it is like a skeleton pope as a front man. Oh. And then all of the, like, 
uh, band are like ghouls, I think they're called or something. Do you know what it's actually like? He- like metal or heavy metal or like this type. I, there's so many different subgenres now. I never know what to call everything. But like a lot of these bands get dressed up and stuff and dress like demons yeah. and dead bodies all the time. Yeah. Whereas you never yeah. see that no, no, in no. like it's indie music. Crazy world. stage shows that these people have. Like it's. it's I've really seen the Slipknot one with all the pins sticking off him and shit yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. I once re- I remember when I was younger watching a Slipknot music video and in the music video they blindfolded people and made them run through a forest and they're all running like straight into trees <laughs> i was thinking what the fuck i was like six <laughs> watching it like yeah, yeah is this real and when you see all the masks like and then i forget which is it psychosocial where it's all on fire and all they've got the giant heads and they're burning them all and it's this just... is literally watching a slipknot music video is like watching saw yeah yeah in a way yeah yeah, yeah. and for a six-year-old pretty fucking terrifying <laughs> yeah. my dad was like ah yeah go, come on <laughs> Uh, Distillers don't know too much about them. I prevail. They're decent. Electric Cowboy, they are fantastic. I've, again, I, I think love. you've sent me one of their songs yeah, before. I really like them. Um, they've got they're very fun metal band. Mm. Like they're very like energetic and right their that. songs are like kind of they they have a lot of like party EDM style beats in them as well that kicks into like a when crazy when you heavy mentioned metal. them, my brain went, oh, they're all right for some reason, but I can't claim to know them. They they used to be called Eskimo Cowboy. But they had to change their name. Basically, they entered Eurovision. Do you know the people that won Eurovision? There was a there was a song that won Eurovision, and basically, it sounds a shitload like Electric. I really Cold don't Boy. like Eurovision. Really. No, I'm not. I'm not too. Like, big on that, it. it was like a few weeks ago in Liverpool, wasn't it? Eurovision, and I saw like it was this Saturday just gone. Yeah, I think. I think I saw people going to like Eurovision parties and people dressing up for it and stuff. Like, who the fuck actually watches Eurovision? I, I mean, I was going to go to one, but I oh. double booked myself. I mean, but it wasn't out of my. It was. It's just. A, I think it's just a thing like watching the World Cup. Yeah, you know, it's just a, it's an event. You go over, you have some fun. And it, I've watched it once, and I was like, "Oh my, I'm never." Yeah, ever it's doing a this bit, again. it's a bit mind numbing. Um, I just watch the points because it's funny to see England get none every fucking time. Uh, but yeah, they used to be called Eskimo Cowboy, but they entered into the Eurovision like to enter Eurovision for their country, but they got disqualified. I can't remember why, but I think part of it was because Eskimo is technically a slur. Right, uh, yeah. So it's Inuit is what it's supposed to be. Um, so then they had to change the name to Electric Cowboy, which is what they are now. Um, which, honestly, like at the time when they did it, it was very, that sounds horrible. They're never going to get any. It's but like, then, but what did the other name mean? It never meant anything anyway. For them to be called this, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like, who it's cares? Still, who and, cares? And, and I've like adopted Electric Cowboy, and now Eskimo Cowboy sounds weird, but it's just one of them. The only one I don't agree with is Slaves becoming soft play. Yeah, that's such a, that's so far away that it's like. But what really? What word could you use that relates to slaves? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that even sounds similar. No, yeah, in it, yeah, like straves, straves, yeah, strave, strave, strave. Yeah, they're, the they're, they're doing. I think the headline in two thousand trees. Yes, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and all of their old album covers have their old name blasted on them. So <laughs> both move. Yeah. Uh, there's uh, Behemoth there, big band. Hatebreed there, pretty cool band. Uh, kind of like Five Finger Death Punch in a way. I've heard of the Amity Affliction. Amity Affliction, yeah. Avatar are fantastic. They're re- they're like, um, you know, like the Greatest Showman type circus. Mm-hmm. That's their kind of vibe, where they're all like wearing those like things with like a top hat on kind of thing, and it's it's pretty cool. They've got a pretty cool stage show, and they got good music too. Uh, Bloody Wood is a um it's bollywood it's an indian metal band with I like can't deal uh, as if there's actually a band called blood yeah Wood. yeah with like um like all the the pipes and all the stuff from Indian music is included in this I metal mean, music that edit. sounds cool but as soon as you said bloody wood my mind only went to one place where bloody wood 
I've never met. You're disgusting. No. You're a horror. I've never made that leap. The first thing I think of is Hollywood, but bloody wood. Yeah, but bloody wood? Bollywood even. Nah, yeah, well, fair enough. But as if there's a band named Bloody Wood, I respect them. Okay. <laughs> Dinosaur Pile over there as well. They're from Leeds. Are they? I think oh, so. true. Okay. Graphic nature. That's what Joe's mind is. Um, <laughs> the Who. The Who are good. The Who are, I think they're Hungarian or something. And it's all the, the like throat singing, you know, that kind of like. You see, this is a thing like download to me. There's loads, of good, <laughs> yeah. there's, loads, there's loads of good acts, but most of them I'd just be bamboozled. I wouldn't know what you, to. No, yeah. And I think I think these kind of acts, seeing them live is, you know, pretty cool. You've got uh, Set It Off there, um, Simmer there, uh, Mod Son, and motherfucking and Joey Valance and Bray. These boys uh, are everywhere. Download, they are everywhere, man. I'm telling you, they're supporting Limp Biscuit. Yo, Joey Valance and Bray, come on the podcast. Come on the podcast, please. Come on. You praying. Um, but yeah, they, they are absolutely everywhere. Um, and, and fair play to them. Like, they're, they're fantastic. They are so good live. The only... The only thing I see being an issue for them is like when they were at Leeds Fest, I think they played an open stage and they need to either be in a tent or a small venue yeah. because their stuff works so well. I saw them in Manchester in some like underground bar type thing and it was probably like 100, 150 cap max and it was it went off. Like it was so, like there's people breakdancing on cardboard and like it was we need so to get that, good. We need to get them Belgrave tickets. Yes, we do. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but yeah, overall, I think Download is a really strong lineup this year. Um, not the best lineup they've ever had as, you know, Download 2014 exists. It was my first one, so I'm a bit biased. But the bands that they had, the headliners that they had, I feel like the headliners are pretty lackluster, but the supporting bands yeah. are, are really good. It seems like to me they've nailed the target audience. Like anyone you would imagine going to download, surely there's enough bands there that they'll enjoy and really want to see. Yeah, and I mean, another thing that's a, that's a valid piece of criticism is having Slipknot again, like... So it's having Metallica twice and Slipknot. That's essentially three of the nights taken up by acts that have done download. But who death. else is there that's big enough to headline that's like newish that hasn't done it? There could, you go. No, but it doesn't have to be somebody new. It could have been Avenged Sevenfold. They could have got like... Yeah. So they, there's, there's a whole... Anybody, really. The Offspring. could have, Maybe they couldn't have headlined, actually. No, I don't maybe think so. Not. They headlined second stage. Are they doing Slam Dunk this year? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'm very excited for that. Next Sunday. Next Sunday. I'm not even going anymore. No, I know you're not. Rest in peace. Fucking Leeds United doing me dirty. Yeah, I know. uh, So we're going to switch to a festival that's a completely different vibe to download. Yeah, this doesn't feel at all the same. And I've just swapped over and gone, whoa, who are these (laughs) people Even the poster and everything, you can tell what they're giving off. But this is Boardmasters, which is down in Cornwall. And before we kind of jump into the lineup maybe kind of foreshadowing a little bit here but when i think about boardmasters i think about the vibe so let me set the scene it's a festival that's like i think it's on top of like um like a like a grassy or cliffy area and then it's literally a 10 minute walk to the beach mm. and when you're at the festival you can go surfing and all that stuff and it's on a beautiful place in in cornwall, cornwall so i think like i've re- i really want to go not even particularly for the lineup just for the vibes of the festival. So that automatically puts it up a few points for me. But jumping into the first day, you've got Lord, which is random, but she's she's definitely big enough. Um, I don't really know much Lord, so I'm not going to talk too much about her. And then you've got Ben Howard and the legendary Cypress Hill. Not even just Cypress Hill. What I just saw, my soy face then, was because Cypress Hill performing Black Sunday. Uh, that is like their seminal album. 
I kind of want to go to Boardmasters now. I didn't know they were doing just that. For that. I knew they were there, but I didn't know they were doing Black Sunday. That's so fine. yeah, that's that's absolutely banging in my opinion. Like. I know that it's it's not really my vibe, but I feel like if I'm on a fucking sunny beach and the Cypress Hill and Lord playing, and then underneath him you've got some like examples, a pretty big artist. I've seen him a bunch of times. He's always great live. You've got Wonder Horse, who are one of my favourite like up and coming bands. Bob Villain again. Bob Villain's everywhere. Uh, and then if we move on to the next day, you've got Liam Gallagher as one of the headliners, and it's a UK festival exclusive this year. So this is the only UK festival that he's playing. Which is a pretty big coup. It is. It is. Yeah. Again, good. definitely big enough to headline. Really oh, good. Yeah, there's no yeah. No and doubt then about it. Underneath Liam, you've got Little Sims, who is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like she's one of the best rappers in the UK. Um, I don't even really just want to put her in the rapper box, but she's definitely more of a rapper. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard a bit of her stuff and you know I'm I'm not against it. Yeah, Little Sims is a great act. I don't really know much Ray, do you? Not really. No. I, don't, I'm, I don't even know them you've got, at all. You've got your favourite DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, come on. If only the Fresh Prince was there. You know that's who he is. What? DJ Jazzy Jeff. Fresh yeah, he's Prince. the one from Stranger Things. Fresh Prince. One from Stranger Fresh, Things. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Yeah. Oh, is it? I just heard of him. Will Smith reason. and DJ I've never watched Jazzy Fresh Jeff. Prince, really. No, no, but he's... No, I've, I've heard Smith of him, but I didn't know that was why. Were you just taking the piss because he's... I've what? just heard you say him before. Is he from Stranger Things? No, he's not. Why did you say that? Just because you said Fresh oh, Prince. I thought you were getting me to... <laughs> fucking confusing Yo, shit here. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but I'm hyped for him. Then there's Kid Capicci. He's yeah. there. He's fired. That's a banging uh, one. Nova Twins, they're decent. They were at download as well, I think. But do you know what I'm saying about the vibes of this festival? I feel like they're just getting like all sorts of random people that are all like good picks, but in completely different areas. But at the same time, it's kind of working. Yeah, it's And I've just noticed there's, a, there's an artist called Jam and Meme. <laughs> Jam and meme. I rate that. I rate that. So then moving on to the last day at Boardmasters. Yes. You've got Florence and the Machine as one of the headliners. And they will actually be popular because of Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians Unlike the Galaxy. Lana Del Rey. Can I just say, I think we're going to talk about Guardians a little bit at the end, but... Uh. My whole TikTok since I watched Guardians 3 has just been fucking Florence and the Machine playing Dog Days Are Over. That's been my whole TikTok, people doing that exact thing. And then just like really sad raccoons and shit the whole time. But we'll jump into that later. Underneath Florence, we've got Demot Kennedy, who I know, but I'm not exactly a huge fan of. But I think this day really brings in a lot of the fantastic electronic acts you've got Fortet who you've recently seen playing Coachella with Fred again and Skrillex (laughs) don't be mean mean to Fortet Fortet's a legend but like he's a really good DJ and he always drops these insane like dubstep drops in the middle of songs which is so funny Uh, and then you've got like Paul Wolford as well Gentleman's Dub Club that's a random shout that in there it's big that though it's big Kings of the High Rollers Oh, come on. But I feel like this this festival, to me, just just looks like it'd be a sick fucking place to go. It does to. seem like it'd be really good. Like, the vibes seem impeccable. Do you know, there's no Hot one there. time machine of those. There's it? no acts there where I think it'd be a violent crowd. No. Not a single one. No. The only one would be Cypress Hill, but everybody would be so Everyone stoned, be so it'd out, be fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, well, we'll we'll rank them at the end, but looks pretty good to me. And then we'll go on to what I think will in fact be the most violent festival. (laughs) Which one's that then? (laughs) Wireless. Wireless. Only because I'm saying this because the few times that I've seen things about wireless online, the mosh pits look 
Yes, very angry and do. it looks very overcrowded they as well aggressive is yeah the like word. actually angry and also i know that when they did it in um crystal palace one time that i think there was quite a lot of like incidents with people getting caught with knives and stuff like that so that's the only thing that would worry me a little bit about wireless mm-hmm. um and i'm not even going to pretend i know a lot of these acts either yeah there's a fair few on there that i look at and kind of go Ooh, but i do know the vast majority of them on there or at least know of them I think for me, I look at this lineup in a similar light to how I look at Download. I think if I was a rap fan... This is what this is. This is the yeah. rap festival, essentially, isn't it? Because yeah. you've got Playboy Carty, Lil Uzi Vert, Metro Boomin', which those three would be fire to see one after the other. Have you ever seen the videos of Playboy Carty fans online? Bro, I've seen some weird Playboy Carty fans, you know. Now, like, I've seen videos of people... I know that he he is he has a very odd fan base because of how he is. His, yeah, like, he does, like, these weird things and that. But, like, people will get, like, the mosh pit will start and people will lay in the middle of the floor in the mosh pit and pretend to get, like, exorcisms and shit while it's about to drop. <laughs> I <laughs> like that, though. That's good. No, but That's it's fire. like people will be, like, screaming oh, around the mosh pit God. and shit. Like, I've never seen any fans like Playboy Carty's like, fans. As, yeah, as demonic as that. I'm not quite sure how I think about it. But I would quite like to see him because I <laughs> yeah, think the crowd would be mad. Yeah, uh, Ice Spice, she's uh, she's up there on the uh, Friday as well. Who I only know that from. That's the only song I know. That it, I don't even know if that is Ice Spice. Um, but the only reason I know of who she is is through Twitter and everybody just talking about her all the time. I don't really know her music. I've only I know heard that like that one song. Drake Drake put her on. Maybe she's on got like two certified lover boy or something, or she was a feature, or she was dating Drake, or I don't know what. The I don't fuck know how happened. it works, but she's 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 kind of made it now. Yeah, um, and I don't know any of the other ones on that day. And then the next day, you've got Travis Scott, who obviously has a lot of big tunes. Um, I've not really seen him on many festival posters for a while because of that. Incident. I can't imagine why. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Fucking imagine why. I don't know why. And then on the rest of that day, Heady One, pretty big artist in the UK. Uh, Bryson Tiller again, big. Joey Badass. Joey Badass is pretty lit. I'd quite like to see him. Um, And then I don't really know the other ones. No, not too much. Moving on to the uh, last day, you've got D-Block Europe. Mm -hmm. Now, I have to admit, D-Block Europe were by far the worst live act other than Papa Roach I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Yeah, D-Block Europe, I've seen them at Leeds Fest Mm -hmm. and they were shocking. Like they literally, even my mates that wanted to see them that were with me, they weren't even... They were barely actually rapping or singing at all the whole time. They were just walking around stage. So I wouldn't be asked about seeing them. In fact, the whole of that day, I'm not really. Yeah, apart from Big Up Fiddy. Yeah, 50 Cent. I'd love to see 50 Cent. 50 Cent Live would be sick. Did you yeah. see he announced a, a, like a worldwide tour recently? It's so, sold out in the UK. Yeah, it? it is. I went to get tickets. Uh, and this was before any Ticketmaster things or anything. So it was this the was standard base price. base price that they were charging. And this was seated on like the second tier in Manchester Arena. What are you saying? For 50 cent, 110. 140. Disgusting. Even 110 was pushing it. That that's was me, that was me that going minute. big. Yeah, 110 oh, was like, me nah, going big. That's, that's like... Yeah, the second row, second section back. Not even row, like yeah. whole section. 140 quid that's to see 50 cent. How much was it to get in standing? Like 250 I think it will have probably been about the same. I don't know. Maybe they just priced it the same. It was standing was sold out by the time I looked. No, but I bet, yeah. It's a great addition for this festival. It is, it is a great addition. And, and and if you're a rap fan, I think, to be honest, I'd just go to the first day and be quite happy with that. I think yeah. Metro Booming, did you see his Coachella set? No. Oh, he had such a sick set at Coachella because he's obviously got so many bangers with so many different people. Mm-hmm. Just banger after banger and just the actual, like, the like, big screen and stuff behind him looked True. really good. Um, I see we move on to what is our 
last festival. Yeah, we got Isle of Wight festival. Uh, so this is, you know, where where is this again? I think it's in the Isle of Wight. Yeah, I think. I Although think I think they should change the name to Isle of Shite. Because <laughs> it's a crap lineup. No, it's not terrible. Come on. No, it's not it terrible. Is. For me, it is. Yeah, for me, it's terrible too. I'm yeah. trying to be nice. You're, you usually, you're usually the one who's trying to be nice about no. these lineups, and this one, you've just given him shit from the get go. Like, I don't even want to go through all of this. I just want to say. Baxter's there, man. How can you call this shite? You just, it's just not for us. <laughs> no, it's not. It's just really it's not. not made for us. It's like, Pulp, George Ezra, Chemical, Blo- Brother, 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 Chemical Brothers, and Robbie Williams as the headliners. I mean, I'm not going to lie, Robbie Williams, come on. Uh, and then under them, it's weird because I would rather see the acts under them, which is Cortina's, N-Dubs, Anne-Marie and Blondie. I don't really know who Blondie are, but yeah, this lineup's One just... another. If I was like 50, this yeah. lineup would be fantastic. No, or if... Well, not even that. No, if you're like, I reckon, anywhere from age 20 to about 35, this lineup's fantastic for you. 20? Because of I'm Anne 22. Anne Marie, Pondy, Cortinas, all that shit. All it really feels very, it feels very indie girl who used to listen to slightly chavier no. stuff when she was younger. Having end dubs in there, then having Anne Marie, then having fucking George Ezra and Cortinas. I think that's just for the people taking their like 16 year old kids. Do you reckon? Yeah. Because then there's Sugar Babes and Sophie Ellis Baxter. Yeah, the whole lineup is Sam Ryder and Scouting for Girls. And it's all just old school indie bops. Mika's there. Come on. What's Mika? What? Are you taking. Are you taking a mic? <laughs> We've been cracking out. You know who that? You jokes. know who he is, though, right? Nah, not really. You don't know Mika? Nah. I could be brown. I could be blue. I oh, be yeah, he does all them ones. Yo, in the comments, there's there's actually a poll that keeps appearing on the Spotify podcast. No. Right? <laughs> yeah, is there? So yeah. if there's anyone if there's anyone listening this far, a should me and Tim start a harmonising duo for the background of bands? Should we learn B, how to say the word harmonising? <laughs> fuck off. Before we give our rankings, say what your favourite festival is and then see if um, we agree with you. Me? No, I'm saying, <laughs> oh, this, I'm talking I'm to saying this to, that, to the to millions of listeners around yeah. the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but for real, what's your worst What's your worst lineup on here? Let's rank them from worst to best. Uh, the worst lineup, I'm going to have a quick scroll. A quick so scroll. I can, I can have a quick refresher, but I'm, I think I already know which one I'm going to say. Bear in mind, let's, let's just say when we're ranking these festivals, we're mm. saying not just the lineups, like what we think the vibes would be like at the festival as well. Like, would we, my hand's just going in your shot. Uh, would we really like to go like, like in general, not just for the acts. So yep. what's your what's your least favourite? Wireless. Wireless. I'm surprised by that. I didn't think that'd be that'd be bottom for you. I think I think the reason why wireless is bottom is because there's maybe one or two acts on there where I could genuinely say, Oh yeah, I'd want to go and see them. And also because the the vibe and the general, you know, the feel of the place I imagine is very aggressive and i feel like you'd have to be not on edge the whole time but i feel like you couldn't really let your guard down as much at yeah. a place like that like compared to boardmasters where you you could be just you know just balls out comatose if you wanted to be and you know nobody would do anything to you kind of thing i don't know why but i feel like wireless might be a bit more aggressive and yeah, people will, will want to get in pits and i've got no problem with aggressive crowds and people wanting to get hyped and that but i think i've just seen a lot of press about wireless where it looks like that's what's going on and yeah, i can't be asked but it's not even time. that i don't i couldn't get like like the vibe overall it's not you know that's not super important it's just the lineup for me i don't really know anybody like 50 cent would be great but other than that i'm not too fussed about anybody there Fair enough. For me, rock bottom. It's the Isle of Wight Festival. 
Probably you shouldn't reckon? surprise you after me saying it's called Isle of Shite. Yeah, I know, but I, I just can't wrap my head around that. The Chemical Brothers, Robbie Williams, Mika, example. Nah, I feel like it's just Sophie people. Looks best. <laughs> nah, they nah. I'm not really that bothered about them at festivals. But then, you know, I think I think genuinely, I would put Isle of Wight with Wireless in terms of which well, two. Well, funnily enough, Wireless is my second from bottom. I feel like there's more people there that I would like to see than at Isle of Wight, and it's just like a different type of thing I've never been to before. I think the only reason why I'm putting Isle of Wight higher than Wireless, the only reason why is based on the people that I would see, which is like Robbie Williams and Mika and those. Where I think the, the vibes way would be better there. Yeah, but those are acts like that I've never seen, nor would I ever really go and see. But if I was at that festival, like if we had tickets to all of these festivals... I would go to Isle of Wight over yeah. wireless because there's more acts there that I actually know. I feel you. I feel you. So what have you got next? We've got Isle of Wight and wireless interchanging as the I reckon, two. you know, I really do feel like Glasto. Is that that you've got that that got the low down? Wait, how many it's not out of five, is it? It's out of it's seven. It's out of seven, yeah. It's out of seven. So not Glasto then. Okay, well I'll give you my I'm next go with one. Transmit. Transmit is my next one. Um I think that there's a few good acts there. There's enough good acts that I'd like to see, but not no, enough. it's definitely Transmit. In fact, Transmit might be beneath fucking Isle of Wight, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm well, not even kidding. For me, I feel like the problem with Transmit is there's not enough good acts to last a whole weekend. I feel like it, I could see everyone I want to see in like three hours a day. You know what? No, I take back everything I've said. Everything I've said. Transmit is my least favourite. Oh, it's going to go damn. Transmit, Wireless, Isle of Wight so far. Okay, well, at least we both agreed on the bottom. the bottom three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and this is where it changes. Transmit's crazy. My next <laughs> is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, go on, go on. My next worst, the one I would least like to go to, guess. is Download. Yeah, I, I knew that was coming. The like, thing is, I like, expected it. I would quite like to go to Download, but mm. it's just like there's there's probably only out of that whole lineup ten people that I'd go out my way to see. Uh, yeah, and I think that's fair enough. Like, I'm not going to argue with you on that because, again, it's personal preference, isn't it? What's next for you? Um. Well, you know, now that I've been looking at them, now that I've actually remembered that there's seven and not five, um, I was going to say Glasto was going to be the one that would, you know, be next after that. But I'm currently torn between Glasto and Leedsfest as to which I would put in. Um, but I think I'm going to put Glasto in. And the only reason for that is because I think more so based on... Oh, because the thing is, I'm trying to do like a vibe-based guess, but then I would have to put Glastow higher because Glastonbury does seem like an insane festival to be at. And Leeds Fest is not the greatest festival to be at, as I'm sure we can both agree it's not. No, I mean, great. I quite like the vibes it's, of it. Yeah, but it's not the nicest, you know what I mean? So in terms of lineups, if I were to put them in order, I would say Glastonbury then Leeds Fest. Okay. And then in terms of... Vibes, it'd be Glastonbury than Leeds Fest. I get, yeah, yeah, so it'd be Leeds Fest. I feel like you're forgetting about one of these festivals, or maybe you're not. But um, my next on the list is Boardmasters. Oh, no, I'm not forgetting about that. Oh, this no, means they're getting about that. high. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so Boardmasters for me is next. I think uh -huh. that it'd be Elite Vibes. Yeah. There's a load, like, to me, I would definitely go to all three of the top three. So they're third out of my favourites. Um, yeah, good acts, a good, like, amount of different acts that isn't all the same thing that I still like mm -hmm. unlike Leeds Fest where it's like some of them I like but some of them are just completely odd to be there yeah um so yeah Boardmasters for me I'd say Glasto for me is coming third yeah I reckon Glasto and again that's the only reason it pips out Leeds Fest is purely based on the fact that you know I've seen videos of the village there I've seen videos of the crowds and and also the stage 
shows that people put on because they're headlining Glastow. It's like you can headline Leeds Fest, sure, but when you headline Glastow, it's different. like a whole new yeah, yeah, it's a different thing. So what does that mean? What you've this only got second. second so so what's second for you? Boardmasters. Oh. You know if that's going do you know why that's going all the way up there? And it's it's not just one thing, it's a few things, but the main thing is Cypress Hill doing Black Sunday in full. <laughs> I didn't know that was there. I didn't know that was there. And all I can think about now is them, and like you're saying, just having all of these artists that I've looked through and gone, oh, quite like to see that. Oh, I like to see that. Like, I've just noticed dimensions there. And like, there's so many DJ Jazzy Jeff, like that be insane. And the fact that the beach is right there, it's in Cornwall, which is arguably the most tropical place in Britain. So it's as, it's as tropical sick, as you can it? get. It would be such good vibes. And I think, yeah, I think that would be second. Like, if I were to go to a festival this year, that I really, that, this would be the second. See, first for me, because I'm, I'm on some of the top spot, is the only one I've not mentioned, and that's Reading and Leeds. Yeah. Which right. might come as a surprise for some, might not. I feel like I'm a bit biased, because now looking back at last year, last year was so good that I feel like not any other festival is really going to beat that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I've had a chance, they've added a few of the smaller acts that I like. The headliners are good enough. I know a few people who are definitely going now. I just feel like Reading and Leeds, to me, it's, it's, it's a mixture of there's good enough vibes where it doesn't put me off, but it's got a, a really good base of acts where there's literally 10 people every day that yeah. I will happily go see, yeah, whereas you, you, no, none of the other ones do that for me. You're going to have your full days at Leeds Fest, aren't you, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Whereas at Boardmasters, I feel like... Oh, Glastonbury was second, actually. I didn't even say second. Um, Glastonbury second. Sure. I, I jumped straight to first. Yeah. Um, Glastonbury's and, self-explanatory yeah. anyway. It's just vibes. It's Glastonbury. It's yeah. just vibes. It's just vibes. It's Glastonbury's just there for the vibes. But um, yeah, Reading and Leeds, top spot, easy win. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Download, easy win. Download. I think I think it was a given anyway. Same thing in it. Like and just, it is. It's it's purely based on the acts, but also the little. Vi- I think it's because it's the festival I've been to the most as well. So I'm, I'm a bit, a bit, yeah, but nostalgic for the layout and you know when I think you go. That's there a bit like me, Reading and Leeds. Like when yeah. I go this year, this will be the third time I'm going. So. And I think the reason why Reading and Leeds perhaps doesn't have that with me oh. is because the first time I went to Reading and Leeds was you know like last year. So it's not. Like a, a nostalgic thing. Are you going to go for a day of Reading this year? No. Are you not doing I'm the... Not, uh, I thought you might do the Joey Valens, Kenya Hoopla and Killers Day. I, yeah, I was tempted to, but it's... I don't know, the, the tickets are so expensive for that. Do you know what you have to do? Wait till closest at time, look on Twickets. Like, if you look the day before, there'll be someone selling it for half price every time. Well, because they can't go yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I might... Yeah, I might do that, but I'm not going to buy a ticket yeah. full price, basically, because it's just... There's not enough there for me to want to go, and it's it's not exactly like it's travel. It's mm. nothing to do with that. It's more so that I'd just be lingering about for most of the day, waiting for... Because once I've seen, you know, the smaller acts, then it's just a waiting game. I'm like, who you. knows? We don't know. We'll, we'll see. See we'll what see. the summer brings. Yeah, yeah. But download at the number one spot. Download at the number one spot, definitely. Who'd have thought uh, it? Even though, who'd have thought it, right? I know, crazy. <laughs> but even though, even with all my qualms with the lineup, it's still my favourite lineup out of all of them. And it's purely based on the fact that I know most of the artists there. But also the fact that they've got artists there that you know, aren't necessarily in that field, such as Joey Valance. And I know he's everywhere, but the fact that he's also there gives cool. them a plus one. Like, every festival that had them there or automatically had a plus one in my head anyway. So, you know. Scratched off. So, if you're listening to this and you're going to a festival, the advice is, look at the fucking lineups. And if you're going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it helps. And if you're, if you're going for vibes... Go to Boardmasters. Go to, bo- go to Boardmasters or Glastonbury. Well, 
don't go. You can't go to class. Yeah, that's so what just I go, to, go to boardmasters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just go to boardmasters. Yes, that's the advice. I'm not even it. going, and I'm saying go. Yeah, in it, yeah. I could have got tickets for that as well. I'm off to yeah. truck festival instead. True. Yeah, that What's that one in Manchester? Manchester. Keep forgetting about outbreak. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of so we've done the big ones here, but there's a bunch of like why not tram lines outbreak. Outbreak looks fire. Yeah, outbreak does it. Lie. But they're like all like small, slam dunk, live at Leeds. It's yeah. all the smaller little ones in it. We'll yeah, ignore yeah. them. Maybe we'll do them a different day if we can be bothered. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah we need to compile a list. But apart from that, and 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 we're moving on, moving on from the music festivals. And this is a spoiler zone. This is spoiler zone. Whoop whoop whoop. Spoilers. You're definitely gonna get Guardians of the Galaxy three ruined for you if this you is, haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, this is gonna be demolishing so we have so fucking walk off <laughs> turn, turn it off go follow us and turn it off yeah. but um no guardians of the galaxy 3 came out the other week and it was in my opinion the best marvel film do you know what even i might even prefer it to spider-man so so what i've done what i've done is i've taken the spider-man franchise and i've thrown it over there and i've said that's not mcu spider-man in mcu especially the most recent spider-man movie that was just nostalgic like i can't I can't compare that to any movie that the MCU has done because it's not fair. It's unfair that they brought, like, so I just, Spider-Man now doesn't class. This is the best MCU movie since Endgame. Yeah. Yeah. Hands Definitely. down. Hands down. <laughs> we just agree. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, no, man. It is. It's it such. Is, it is, though. The plot, the the emotions in it, the fact that they didn't have to kill anyone off for me to still nearly, I, like, actually nearly cry in the film. I, you nearly cried. I cried three times. <laughs> three <laughs> times. It's, three it's, times, man. Such a good film. Jeez. So, so when they, you you knew for a fact that something was going to happen with Rocket. We knew we were going to find out, you know, the backstory of him. We knew we were going to find out all the horrible experiments he went through. We knew so before even going into it, with all the marketing that Marvel used to, you know, advertise the movie, it was all heavily fo- focused around Rocket, and everybody knew either he was going to die or something bad was going to happen. And so going into it, your emotions are already high because it's this cute little thing, you know, everyone's going to be really upset. And then when they start to introduce other cutesy characters, as soon as they were introduced, I just went, oh no. I went, oh no. I, I know, I know what's going to happen. Like, you just know. So the first scene they're in, it was only like a minute or so where it starts introducing me. Like, what are these scary creatures? Then you realize they're actually really cute. And then the first thought you think is, yeah, they're fucking dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. You were you were blubbering more than the walrus. Yeah, in it, yeah, more than uh, teeth. Is that his name? Oh yeah. man, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I want to watch it again. Right? It's it's honestly such a good movie. Like I really enjoyed it, and and you know, like Adam Warlock. The because basically what happened is in the last Guardians they kind of brought Adam Warlock in, and you know they had been done with it, and they weren't gonna like bring him back or mm. like resurgence him, and uh, people were complaining about it. So Adam, uh, so James Gunn brought him back. For this one, and was like, "Go on, then we'll have him." And what we're gonna do is we're gonna have it so he's left the pod early, so he's really immature, and he's like this child, and he's just arguing with his mother. And the casting couldn't have been All better. Right, yeah, the I, casting could not have been better for Adam Waller. And his entry with Freebird, like as he's playing, and then he just goes straight. Like it was, I everything about that movie. I don't think there was a sink. So. I would have cried with the animals where they were all being slaughtered because I knew it was going to happen when Rocket's getting really upset and starts scratching uh, Thingy's face off. Um, then I cried when uh, Star-Lord was stuck 
jumping from oh, the ship. I thought that and they were, were going to kill him, you know? Yeah, yeah, so did I. Yeah, I was like, I actually, in that moment, I was, yeah. I was like, I tapped the poison, was like, <laughs> yeah, what the fuck's going on? And then Adam Warlock comes out of nowhere. Honestly, shed a tear there as well. And then I shed a tear when Peter Quill goes um, home and then He's he knocks on up. the door. And then it's like, I just, that whole, just the what about movie. The, well, what about when Groot said his first ever words? Yeah, yeah, Have you right. seen what they said about that since then? So they've said that Groot just said, I am Groot, but apparently we're now part of the Guardians of the Galaxy so family. So you can hear what he's actually saying. Yeah, yeah. so we can yeah, understand yeah. what Groot's saying. Uh-huh. Which is very cute, which isn't is it? Cool. Yeah. Because it's kind of, what they were doing is they were doing that with, um, was it? Groot. Oh yeah, is it there? Christmas <laughs> Groot. Is that Christmas Groot? Yeah, it's Christmas Groot. Um, Gamora. When oh, yeah. they were doing it with her, where they were making it so she couldn't understand what Groot was saying. And she was like, well, how are you doing this, guys? And then she started to understand what Groot was saying. So it was kind of like they were doing that play with the audience as well, as if to say, you're finally into the click and you can do it. But going into the movie, if, you'd have, if you've read the comic run that this is based on, um, you kind of already knew what was going to happen and that the new Guardians were going to be formed. But one thing I really liked going back on Groot was us hearing him say words that weren't I am Groot. But also... Um, his uh, like giant forms that he kept oh, getting yeah, into, yeah, and yeah. his guns when he popped out, he took all those guns out, and became like a sentry. And he's got he's got a final a final form where he can essentially become a god. Like there is there is in a comic run, he just expands and just expands. And that one thing he did when they were fighting, where were they? And it was I can't remember what it is, but it's a Japanese term. And he told him to go thingy now and his face goes massive and he goes all scary. Do you know which bit I mean? No, I've not seen it. There was a no, it was in what do you mean? In this movie we were just talking about yeah, now. Yeah, but all right, I mean I don't remember it. No, yeah, I've not okay, seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've not seen it. Um but yeah, it, it was cool to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what the fuck. Well I was thinking and I was like, no, nah, I've not seen that. I've not yeah. seen that bit that I yeah. have, but it's yeah, not yeah, in yeah. my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it was just cool to see how they played on it all. Yeah, I, think, they, I really enjoyed it. Goated film. Do you think, because it does for me, I think that this makes Guardians of the Galaxy the best Marvel trilogy? Well, what what other options have we got? Uh, Thor. No. Iron Man. No. Spider-Man. America. Yeah, Spider-Man, Captain America. Spider-Man. What does it... So the The thing... The Holland ones or the Maguire ones? Maguire ones. But that's only two. Fantastic. Three, terrible. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, one and three. So I think three is the best Guardians movie. I do. But I need to go back and watch one. I know that two isn't Oh, I love two. Good. Really? Yeah. I thought it was the weakest by far. Oh, I really enjoyed it. it I, I just remember that intro scene, you know, where they're all dancing and fighting that big alien. That was so sick. It felt like it was the between movie. And of course it was the between movie. Has it been but three Ant-Men now? Or was this number two, the last one? It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. There's three. Yeah, yeah. Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah, that fucking last one was shit, though. So yes, that's that was, last in yeah, the trilogy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone hates on some of the Iron Man films as well, but I quite like them all. Um, I did watch the one with that electric guy. I thought he was a pretty rubbish villain. I didn't really watch the Iron Man movies. Yeah. Captain America either, or Thor. So do you think that this makes this the best trilogy, then? It's a toss-up between this and the original Sam Raimi, uh, the original Tobey Maguire. Yeah, but that's not really part of this like generation. Okay, if we're doing if we okay this generation of Marvel, if we're talking like since Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon this is this is the strongest run of three movies. Yeah, ignore Avengers. Yeah, Avengers. That's a quadrilogy. Yeah, in it. Yeah, and plus Age of Ultron was a bit crap anyway. Yeah, it was. I didn't really rate that movie. But yeah, out of out of all three of them, I I need to go back and watch the first Guardians movie. Um, The second was definitely the weakest. 
Um, but I think this third is good standing to be the best of maybe it's you know it's up there with best of MCU almost. I agree. I agree. I think it and, might. Be. And what they've set up now with the new Guardians uh, going forwards will be interesting to see what they actually do with that. Whether they'll do a run or whether they'll just be cameos, you know, featuring in like other movies. TV show. TV show. Yeah, true. That's what they'll do. Uh, and then, um, you know, I'm just excited for the future. I'm waiting for uh, Secret Wars, which will be, I think that's in like three years. What, um, I've seen loads of good, it's not Marvel, but I've seen loads of good reviews for the new Flash movie. Um, How is Ezra Miller still I would ignore about? that. Like, I know, but, but I just think it's insane because you get like Amber Heard who had that trial and she got kicked out of Aquaman and they're like, you can't come anywhere yeah, but near But now it's James now. Gunn that's in charge. I don't think he's as precious about things like that. But it's nothing to do with being precious about it, though. It was because it's a criminal. They yeah, but is, be... he, is he actually being convicted as a criminal, Ezra Miller? Or did well, wasn't he like under the chase from the police and at one point Yeah, but I don't somebody... know if he got proved guilty. He might have just True. been on drugs somewhere okay. or something. I don't know what actually... I don't know I don't know the happened. full story no. of it, but I've but, heard a lot of people kicking off about it. I've also heard a lot of people very excited about this film. I've I heard yeah, about the film. Stephen yeah. King put on Twitter earlier that it's one of the best DC films. It's really emotional. Stephen no, 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 no. King, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is a random yeah, shout. Oh, I yeah. know. but he's a legend. he's he's very active on Twitter recently, like always flaming with Elon and shit. Like it's it's weird because it's like this old ass author. It's like get off Twitter. Like, what go, yeah, there? go to bed. <laughs> get your Olex, lads. Your bedtime. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else has happened recently? Oh, one thing I wanted to talk about actually was the KSI fight. KSI fight. We don't, we don't have to dive into it no. too much, yeah. but um, I watched I watched most of the bigger fights on the card. I watched Salt Pappy had a fight against Anthony Taylor. Did you watch the biggest fight on the card? I'm not oh. talking about KSI. I'm talking about oh, the biggest boogie. fight. Yeah. The biggest fight. Boogie, boogie didn't even throw a punch. <laughs> no, I loved it because you could see in his face he was going, I'm not ready for this. You could see as he was getting punched around the ring, his face going like, I didn't expect this to be real. Like, I didn't know we were actually going to be punching each other. Like, it seemed like he was surprised See, that I've boxing got, was I've on got the mixed cards. opinions on Boogie because I know he's been a bit of a knobhead no, online a sometimes. He's yeah, but I've watched a lot of his podcasts with, like, True Geordie and stuff. He does He does. He this, comes across well. Yeah, he does. He does come across well to people that don't know him. And as soon as you look a tiny bit into him, he's a proper, like, little fucking conniving guy. Okay, well, I'll, I have, I'll no, I have no deep feelings on him. I just, I just see him as an, an online character, one of those people. But there is a lot of reason for people to dislike him. But there's even more reasons for people to dislike Wings of Redemption. Uh, they're both not very good people. But, but to see them, it was very entertaining to watch them. I mean, but let's go back to the KSI fight and stop talking about them too. At least Wings got his redemption. Um, and oh! Then, <laughs> and then... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, so I was going to say, I saw Swarms against Anthony Taylor. Uh, everyone, not Swarms. I saw Salt Pappy against Anthony Taylor. Yeah. Everyone thought that Salt Pappy had win this one pretty easily. He lost. He's looking on good form, though, Salt Pappy. He was looking like he was going to do something. Oh, yeah, no, he was on good form up to this one, but this is the first person he's fought who's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and, he, and he did shit. Like, Anthony Taylor clearly won. It's a shame as well because I like Salt Pappy. It looks like he's one of the more skilled influencer boxers. I wanted him to win. He, he seems like one of the more dedicated as well. Almost like he's like, actually like, I want to become a fighter. I also think it's partly due to the fact for some reason the fight was three rounds and it looked like he didn't really get warmed up into it. So I think if it was six, maybe it would have gone a little was bit Was it one of those ones where it changed last minute? No. Or was it always about He said that they be... didn't they didn't offer him enough money to do six rounds. Right, okay. Which sense. is fair, yeah. but then he lost because he did three. Because wasn't there somebody like, there was a Mayweather match or something where just before the match it was supposed to be six and they swapped it to like three one five oh, yeah. instead of six forty five. That something. does happen sometimes, yeah. yeah. I think it was Mayweather. Yeah. Um, and then the second biggest fight on that card was Swarms against Deji. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick, 
Deji just did him. Like, Swarm's put a lot of effort in. He's in much better shape than he was when he originally started and fought KSI at really short notice. And he looked better, but Deji just looked really, like, calm, collected, and just did him the whole fight. Like, half the fight, he just had him in the corner. Just It's, it's interesting to see this, like, this, I don't know, forming of Deji into being somebody that's actually, you know, classed as somewhat normal because he's been such a little, like freaky little brothers of YouTube. You know what I mean? He's always been seen as the annoying little, hey guys, I'm, I'm not a KSI like me. And now to see him as like actually being calm. calm down, he's just being himself. He's getting his own fan base. He's getting his own fan. It's like, that's what you should have done all along, pal. You, you're getting it. Well, the it. thing is, I, know, I, I think sometimes people are a bit tight on Deji. I think he he does have his own fan base. No, he does already. Yeah. Well, no, but... It was. I think it was coattails initially. He was yeah, definitely riding on him. But sometimes it's impossible to get out from under that. Yeah. Like even in this fight, because one of the brother, commentators called him KSI's little brother at one point. Like, but what's he meant to do at this well, point? Yeah. It, yeah. He yeah, can't it's not a bit be tight. his brother. Yeah, I um, guess so. But then his big brother also had a fight. Um, very controversial one against Joe Fournier, where Ooh, yeah he won the fight by knockout, but mm. turns out the knockout was in fact a forearm slash elbow to the face. So my opinion on this is it doesn't look like KSI did it on purpose at all. No, no in fact, you can, because people are arguing that there's no connection between the glove at all. And because he tweeted out and then Jake Paul was saying there's no connection. If you watch the video back, there's clearly a very slight, because yeah. his hair moves when he moves his fist past. And it's like, he's clearly like really just gently done it and accidentally like armed and, why would he do it on purpose? Mm-hmm. Like, why would he throw away all his months of practice just for that? And I think if he'd have connected with that punch, he might have achieved the yeah, same thing he, anyway. Yeah, because he wobbled him in the punch before that, but it's just a shame the way it went. And it he just, has since come out and said it I should think, be a no yeah, contest. Yeah, I think, I think the issue was is that the wobble caused him to move slightly further than what KSI was expecting, and he's just... But him. I do have to admit again, though, like, obviously I love KSI. He's, he's one of the my favourite influences in the UK. But every time I see him have a boxing match, it looks like he's just going fucking mental. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Even yeah. when he fought Pineda, he punched him. On, he actually did punch him in the back of the head a fair few times. Mm-hmm. And then in this one, he's just wild swinging. I saw some bits where he was like jockeying about like that. And I thought, come on, bro. Like It feels like, I don't know who his trainer is, but it does feel like they've kind of given him subtle sometimes you can get away with this with the ref if you be a bit dirty I feel like maybe he's trying to be a little bit too entertaining and going all out possibly for it. but you know yeah. what I wouldn't get in the ring so I'm not really no. going to judge no. he'd definitely no. kick my head in yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 he can he can keep doing what he likes to do yeah, he can do it but yeah. um, no I think we, we can probably call this one here if you got yeah. to this point go Rate, rate the podcast on whatever you're listening to it on. I've been trying to get a few of the ratings. Rate it on Spotify or Apple. Leave us a little oh, review. Yeah. It really? helps the algorithm. It makes them love us. Apple, Apple are liking us at the moment. Yeah, so Apple are go over us. there. Give us some reviews. Yeah, there. Give us some bisexual and go, reviews. go, go, go! Cry to Guardians of the Galaxy three if yeah. you've not seen it yet. Even if you, even if you've not seen a single Guardians movie, go watch it. Go have it. a fantastic day at Boardmasters, and then when you laid in the tent at night, sob your eyes out to Guardians of the Galaxy there three. You go. That's what day. you take away from yeah. this. Buzzing. Peace. Bye bye.